canoe Lincoln with all of its class. I like a martini and bird on the glass. I'm gonna start living. You wait and see. Nothing but the best is good enough for me. All right, hey everybody. Welcome to another episode. I'm Larry. And I'm Luke. And you are listening to Frankly Drinking. That's right. Three songs, two drinks. What a bargain. I keep saying that every time. It's a it's a deal. Well, it's a super package. Two great American classics together again. Frank and bourbon slash American whiskey. That's right. We love it. We love Frank. We know you love it. If you're listening, thank you so much. I mean, we are having fun just sitting here, two old friends talking about Frank Sinatra and whiskey. We're having a great time, but sharing it with all of you makes it that much more rewarding and, and even more fun. Absolutely. Just go give us a review if you like the show. You know where to find us, Apple Apple Podcasts, Google, wherever you found us, just, uh, you know, download, listen, and uh, and listen responsibly. Yes, drink often and listen responsibly. That's actually something I was going to bring up. I know I know it's I'm going to change the mood here a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, I, I read an article recently about younger people drinking too much. Ooh. There's too much drinking going on. Like lots and lots of it. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's 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 younger there's an epidemic of sorts brewing in the United Ooh. States. I can't speak for the world, but United States. And hmm. uh, I'm using this opportunity to say you don't need to drink that much. No. Just just a, just like one or two. Right. Like you know, four or five a week, seven a week. Divide them up between the days, and yeah. of course we're not talking about underage people, which no, shouldn't be not. drinking at all. Of course not. But. The beautiful thing about bourbon and American whiskey uh, more broadly is that it is a sip and savor experience. Yeah. It's not a chug a lug. No. It's an enjoy. If you get a little bit buzzed, then that's you could stop. Just buzz drinking is, you know, being drunk and buzz driving is, is drunk driving, so don't do it. But I'm just saying if you're with friends, just have a little bit don't no nobody likes the drunk guy. No. Don't nobody, overdo no, it. No nobody likes the drunk guy. I just don't I wanna say that it. now because yeah. we haven't really expressed that okay. in other shows. Yeah. But, you know, nobody likes the drunk guy. Worthwhile. Keep it keep it keep it in the lanes, guys. Yeah. Just, you know, know your bounds, all right? Moderation. Uh what kind of show do we have today? Uh, and by the way, yeah, moderation in drinking, but not moderation in the type of music that you enjoy. Because Frank Sinatra, there's nothing moderate about this guy no. and about the music that he turned out. The <laughs> albums, the singles, the live albums, everything he ever did. And the bourbons that we enjoy in this show, nothing moderate about them. Because no. we're just about blowing out some great, great tasting bourbon just about every time. Well, yeah, and we, I try to I try to select something that's going to be good. that's going to be good. I mean, there's we're going to hit some duds. I can't guarantee you. Okay. everybody will like everything. Yeah, but you know, if you don't like it, let us know. Right. You know, put a comment or whatever. You know, everybody's different. Yeah. It's all subjective. But most of the time, it's good. I yeah, mean, it's going to be drinkable. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can savor it. Let's put it that way. There's there's some bourbons you might not savor as much as others. Right. So. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, about today's show, um, I think 
we've kind of come up with an interesting theme. Um, and uh, just like a previous episode, I have more than one whiskey to share. Ooh, well, that sounds that sounds intriguing. Um, yeah, so um, on today's show, we are going to be featuring the song, Just One of Those Things. Okay. Uh, written by the legendary Cole Porter uh, in 1935 for the musical Jubilee. Now, Frank recorded this song multiple times and performed it live. And he did it in a number of different styles. Ah, yeah. Okay. Um, different tempos, different arrangements. Um, and we're going to see how a gr truly great song by a master craftsman and artist, you know, like Cole Porter, in the hands of a performer like Sinatra, can really change its meaning completely by the way the performance is made you know it's like when you when you watch a film or you go to a play and you hear someone deliver a line right. in a certain way from stage you know if if i were to say yes or if i were to say yes <laughs> i mean there's so much give in, that man a tony sorry i'm just saying there's so much that goes into the meaning. Yes. The meaning can change yes. just in the delivery. Yeah. These chips are making me thirsty. <laughs> well, that's, you know, you, know. you can go see an actor in, in a live theater performance, uh, a well-known actor, and they, they could put on a different show almost every performance usually, right? I think I think that's a, yeah. an amazing, amazing thing. I have, have backed you up on this. Good. I have picked the same bourbon. Ooh. But each iteration of it is either a different label or a different version of it. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, let's start there, shall we? Yeah. Are we going to have something to drink now? Yeah. Okay. We, we can't drink and listen to Frank. I mean, we can't drink and not listen to Frank. Right. So. We can't let Frank get started. Right. Until we get started. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So uh, I have here uh, a excellent product that you know and love Ooh, it's actually i have a 175 that's almost empty <laughs> but uh this is elijah craig small batch mm. okay mm. elijah craig small batch i'll give some details on it later but basically you can't go wrong with elijah craig small batch this uh is one of the oldest quote-unquote premium bourbons it's a small batch which means that here we go which means that uh, Thank you. basically uh, there's not a big, even though there's a lot of these barrels in the, um, in the Rick house, mm -hmm. there's not a lot of this stuff made like, this is not like Jack Daniels or Jim Beam. Okay. So small batch basically means a small batch. Mm, yeah. But don't you think small batch is really just defined by the by the distillery it's more of a marketing thing with something as big as this no because elijah craig is pretty big and you can yeah walk into any store sure. you know most most of your reputable well i'm not uh, saying it's it's a small batch of like 
50 <laughs> barrels. Right. So it's basically a select number of barrels for mm. the Rick House. Okay. So it's not a it's not like 50,000 barrels. I mean, that's a long that's a large run, right? 50,000 mm. barrels. Uh this would be like let's say 20,000 barrels are selected for their taste mm. and then blended together to form this bourbon. So it's a smaller selection of barrels. Oof. And that therefore yeah. it's a small batch. So yeah, you can have okay. a massive amount. Okay. So yeah. It's not a marketing thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll take your word for <laughs> how good this next track is. Shall we listen? Yeah, let's take a listen and then we'll come back and talk about what okay. version this is. All right. This is just one of the just one of those things. was just one of those things Just one of those crazy flings One of those bells that now and then rings Just one of those things It was just one of those nights Just one of those fabulous flights A trip to the moon on gossamer wings Just one of those things If we thought of it All right, that's just one of those things. Yeah. That's, right. um, that's a great one. This is one of those great... One of those just things, one of those one things. Of the, this is one of those things that Nelson Riddle arranged for Frank on Capitol, recorded in 1954 for the Swing Easy, what do we call that, Larry, an EP? Yeah, it's an EP, it's a 10-inch. 10-inch? Yeah. Yeah, so... Just reissued within the last couple of years uh, and still available on vinyl. And you can just, you can just tell that this is... Um, Frank and Nelson working together with a great lyric, a great um, melody, and this arrangement. And in this version, this is a this is kind of a happy, pleasant song. And it's yes, it's about um, a, a, a love or a love affair that's ended, uh, that was brief, and was just one of those things. And But we didn't get to the end of the song, and, and Frank says, you know, something like, you know, maybe I'll, we'll, we'll do it again sometime, maybe I'll see you somewhere. And it's all with a smile and just looking back on it in a pleasant way. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very it's positive breezy. and up tempo, yeah. breezy. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Not heavy. I, it's almost you know you, you can see him walking down the sidewalk, kind of boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Just a little trot, smile on his face, <laughs> thinking about her. Right. Yeah. Just it was just one of those things. Uh, now, t traditionally, had a, a porter arrangement been done like this? Was, was this um, a relatively new territory for? 
recording his songs or I mean I, I know um, the I know the kind of style that you know the, the arrangement from the twenties, just uh, one of those things. You know, that kind of thing. Right. Right. Well, um you know, you mentioned earlier versions and I think what if we have time, Larry, maybe we just play a little bit of that Columbia version because Frank oh. recorded this um earlier in his career. He recorded this, um, and it was put out later by Columbia, but it was uh, when he did the Songs with Sinatra radio show. Um, and this is this is from 1945. Uh, a similar tempo, a little bit slower, and a little different feel. Why don't we listen to this, and we'll come back. Okay. It was just one of those things just one of those crazy flings One of those bells that now and then rings Just one of those things It was just one of those nights Just one of those fabulous flights A trip to the moon on gossamer wings Just one of those things yeah, that's uh, that's different. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, young Sinatra, you know, that was like I said, that was in that was in nineteen forty five. So and the um, other one was recorded when again? It was fifty four. Oh, okay. So once yeah. you get to fifty four, you've got Frank in his maximum powers. You know, I mean, he is at the peak. Right. Uh, from there to the early sixties. You know the capital early reprise reprise years rather, um, and this this early version in in forty five you hear number one you hear the voice you hear what he was known for right. at that time, you hear an exactitude in delivery, clarity of diction, um, you hear the emotion. You know I think and you also hear there's a touch more of pathos and sadness. Uh, the the melancholy side the of this, version, yeah, in the Columbia, right? Yeah. Yes, in the first recorded version, the second one right. that we played, right? We played. There's there's just a little bit more of that melancholy feeling, um, and uh, whereas the 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 capital version, it's not throwaway, but his his attitude is a little bit more. Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of uh, cavalier, cavalier or right. or. or happy-go-lucky, sort yeah. of, hey, this happened, um, you know, maybe we'll see each other. He looks happy-go-lucky on the cover. <laughs> he certainly does. He certainly does. The Swing Easy EP. Wow. So. Well, Swig Easy, this, uh, yeah, this Elijah Craig uh, was really good. Uh, Elijah Craig is um, basically, the history of this brand was that uh, it was released in 1986. Oh, the first oh okay. Time. So the okay. mid-'80s. Heaven Hill released it in anticipation of premium bourbon being a thing. Wow. In that market. But it was registered as a label, as a brand, in 1960. And then the distillery that registered it was sold to Heaven Hill in 1976. So the name Elijah Craig goes back to 1960. Elijah Craig uh, is credited as the father of bourbon, quote unquote, by the company because... Um, he was a craftsman. He was, he was a tradesman. He basically, uh, you know, 
built, did a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And he was also a preacher. Mm -hmm. So he was an ordained preacher until his death. And he was credited as the first person to age his distillate in charred barrels. Wow. The legend goes that he basically had some barrels that were burned by fire and he stored it in that. And therefore that's what gave it its flavor over time. Again, there's a lot of history online about this. Um, there are other, you know, distillers who are credited as being earlier than him, mm -hmm. but they can't really prove that um, historically with the records. So uh, that's why it's not, it's, it's a marketing gimmick to say he's the father of bourbon. Uh, there's even a 17... Uh, 89 date on the bottle. Mm -hmm. But I just know that whatever they developed um, in 1986 and mm -hmm. released, it might not be, you know, close to obviously what tasted like in 19, you know, in 1789 when they first started making spirits. Sure. But it's good. Yeah. And this is one that Larry and I um, give two enthusiastic thumbs up to. Um, both Always. of us. Are, are big fans of Elijah Craig. Um, it, is, it is one of our uh, routine go-tos. It, it is the bourbon that you, you always have on the shelf. And when you just want a really great, smooth, rounded, totally smooth. robust, delicious flavor, reach, reach for Elijah Craig because it is a it's an amazing product. So what we had, uh, and when it was first released in 1986, mm -hmm. it, it was age stated at 12 years. Mm. So that made it a premium spirit because okay. 12 year bourbon, they were releasing at 86. I don't, of course, know the original price point, mm -hmm. but what they've done, you know, and they've released an 18 and a 23 year old after that. Mm -hmm. But what they've started doing is they took the age statement statement off of it about three or four years ago. And now... It is a blend, 100% mm -hmm. blend. It's blended with older and younger, uh, probably, to make it taste like it did when it was age-stated. So what you buy now on shelves does not have an age. If you see an age-stated Elijah Craig, pick it up. Uh, it tends to be a little bit oakier. Mm -hmm. um, so following in our theme, I have selected a second whiskey, mm -hmm. second bourbon here, that is... Made by Heaven Hill. Okay. It's 12 years old, mm. age stated. Mm -hmm. This is a export bottling. Really? To Europe. Okay. It is named after a mercantile uh, gentleman from uh, Louisville uh, named Sam Clay. I don't believe he made spirits. He might have at some point. But anyway, all these things are named after distillers mm. at some mm -hmm. point. Right. But Sam Clay is charcoal filtered 12-year-old Heaven Hill product. And what you'll taste is a 12-year-old age-stated Elijah Craig. All of Heaven Hill's mash bills, unless it's weeded or corn, are the same mash bill. Mm. So this could become coming from a different place in the rickhouse mm -hmm. um, than Elijah Craig barrels do. It's not a small batch. It's, it's going to be a blend of 12-year-old barrels. But basically... Uh, yeah, let's take a taste of and, that. And Larry, how old is that bottle, by the way? Do you oh, have any idea? No, it's not that old. I, okay. I, I'm probably, you, you can find Sam Clay in, um, Virginia. Okay. I believe at their ABC stores. This is a, a Japanese, um, export, uh, bottling. So a lot of this Heaven Hill stuff gets 
exported. But in the, the but in the last few years, this is not a real old bottle. No, this bottle. is not an old bottle. This is okay. only from like 2011, 2012. Okay. Um, if they still make it, they, they probably do. Um, and I, this basically tastes to me, this is a, a, a higher proof. No, this is a lower proof. This is a lower proof than the, the regular Elijah Craig. Mm-hmm. And basically, obviously, you know, you can't get this on on shelves unless you're in traveling. Or, mm. But it's um it's an oakier version of Elijah Craig. So you get, you know, it's sweet, just mm-hmm. like Elijah Craig. Lots of sweetness. Very, very similar. Yeah. I mean, it's the same. Yeah. By all accounts, it's the same. You know, I, I don't have that much left in the bottle, and I kind of wish I didn't drink it that much because it's pretty good. It's pretty delicious. Oh, yeah. It's a really good uh, pour. Again, if you find um, there's other uh, bourbons out there that are similar, you know, again, Heaven Hill makes so many. Mm-hmm. They make virgin bourbon, which is only available in certain states. Um, obviously, the regular Heaven Hill white label um, mm-hmm. that they just came out with is seven years old. But to right. find a 12 year old product, um, you know, you're going to be hard pressed to find that at a good price. That's why Elijah Craig removing the age statement and still keeping the price point very low is right. great. You right know? here in our here in here in Georgia, it runs what 30, oh, 30 29, yeah, 30 to 35, 32, yeah, yeah around right around $30, you which can't go wrong. It is an exceptional value at that price. All right, well, with that, we're going to take a break, um, and we'll be back to talk more. Frank and Bourbon after this. When we started painting the town, we'd have been aware that our love affair was too hot not to cool down. So goodbye, dear and amen. Here's hoping we meet now and then. It was great fun. But it was just one of those things. Oh, hey, all you hepcats, it's your old pal here. You're listening to Frankly Drinking, the podcast that gives you three drinks and two songs from the great Frank Sinatra, my old buddy. Oh, wait a minute. I got that backwards. It gives you, let's see, three songs and two drinks from old Frank. What can be better than that? Well, anyway, I got to go, but go pick up this podcast wherever you get your digital creations from. Well, you're drinking and listening to Frankly Drinking on the podcast. It's a podcast. I don't know. I'm going to Google that now. What's a podcast? Our love affair was too hot not to cool down. So goodbye, dear and amen. Here's hoping we meet now and then. It was great fun, but it was just one of those things. Welcome back, man. That's that's really crazy. Over the break, I was noticing how how similar those two are, but then the finish is completely different. It's like it's the same bourbon, but then 
it's not. Yes. Yeah. For a second, I thought you were talking about the songs, the two different oh. versions of the song. But right, you're talking there about you the two different versions of the same mash bill, similar aging process, but maybe different parts of the Rick House. And yeah, yeah. And that, there's that 12 year. Yeah, the Sam Clay, Clay is 80 proof, and the Elijah Craig, the new Elijah Craig, is 86. I want to say. That rings, proof. That, that rings a bell. 47. 90, 90, 94. So it's 94. 94, yeah. So 47%. Good at math. 94. So 94. So, so we went down to 80 proof. So you, maybe mm-hmm. that's that lightness that's, you know. But again, that's that's why you do this. I'm going to taste nuances. it again and yeah, just go, see, yeah. see. Check on that nuance. Yeah. Mm. How's that 80 proof? Mm. 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 There's definitely that. I had to take notes of. Yeah. Confusion. No, no, no. It, there's definitely uh, the the powdered sugar, a little bit of that bubble gum. Oh, you yeah. You know, kind of a Yeah, powdered flavor. sugar for sure. And uh, yeah, it's it tastes like, it tastes, you know what it tastes like to me, Larry? It tastes like 80 proof Elijah Craig. <laughs> 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 to get technical on you. <laughs> well, uh, that's what it is. Ah, very good. But yeah, but yes, I could see where if you're not a a hardcore, you know, Sinatra listener, the Columbia version and the Kappa version would kind of blend together mm-hmm. if you were just, you know, casually listening to the Sinatra track. Yeah, yeah. And that, by the way, that Columbia version uh, was only done in a radio show. So if you heard that the quality sound, oh. the sound of the quality uh the quality of the sound rather um, was not that great. Um, That's because it was done for a radio show uh, songs with Sinatra and they just happen to have recordings um, of some of these radio shows. And then over the years, uh, the various record labels, Columbia had control of these tapes. So they put them out. I think this one came out in the 90s sometime on a CD. Um, but then the other, his other labels, including most recently um, UMC or UME, right? Is it? Right? Universal Is it right? Media. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's the E stand for? Uh, I don't know. Enterprises? Entertainment? Uh, Universal let's... Records, basically. Um, and in more recent years, um, his label has put out a lot of these live tracks um, that were done for radio shows, there was a whole set, an amazing set. We'll have to we'll have to devote an entire show to sometime. But there was a great set of all. It was just radio stuff from Frank oh, spread wow. over six CDs, I think. Wow. I mean, it's six hours, at least six hours long. It's beautiful. That's awesome. Great work and just you know quirky stuff that, that you can't find anywhere else. But. Um, this song, by the way, was was also done uh, by a number of people over the years. You know, the greats, Ella Fitzgerald, um, Anita O'Day, uh, Doris Day as well. And um, you may find this hard to believe, Larry, but also covered by Brian Ferry of uh, Roxy Music. Oh, fame. yeah. Well, so, yeah, Brian Ferry mm-hmm. has a record of standards, I believe, or he, yes. he's known to... Do yes. A lot of standards. Yes. Yeah. He has he has a whole record, at least one of of standards, and 
just one of those things is on there. So good. Yeah. Well, uh, before we get to the next track, I figured we'd move on to uh, the next um, mm. Elijah Craig clone. I'm still finishing the oh, last okay. one. Uh, right. I'm not going to finish it. Yeah. I'm going to put it aside. Okay. Well, this is uh, only because I wanna, want you to enjoy this. Uh, this is, just like Elijah Craig, uh, extremely popular brand. Maybe uh, second only to Jack Daniels, and that is Evan Williams. Yes. This is an Evan Williams 12-year-old, only available at the uh, Evan Williams Experience in downtown Louisville. Um, I, I do I do love oh, Evan Williams. Wow. I, I, we're going to go up a proof, by the way. This is 101 proof. Okay. You're supposed okay. to start with 80 proof and then go to 90 and then 100. Right. Taste stuff. But um, this is a very um, special occasion bottle because of the price tag. Mm. Uh, again, I, I love Evan Williams and nothing against them. But uh, this bottle, I think, is over $100. It might be even up to 150 now. Wow. Um, so I haven't picked up one. When I've been there visiting, I have not picked up another bottle because of the price. But it's interesting because it's basically Evan Williams and Elijah Craig are the same product. Um, and maybe this one's, you know, again, placed somewhere else in the Rick House. It's, it's, it's much darker than the Elijah Craig. Right. And as far as the mash bill you're talking about, and and we should be clear on the aging of the younger Evan Williams product. I mean, that's that's not going to be yeah. analogous to um, Elijah Craig. It's, no, it's the same mash bill, but it's much younger. Yeah, it's probably around seven years. Um, and it's taken from, you know, different barrels within the Rick House. If you see an old bottle of Evan Williams, um they typically had seven and eight years statements, depending mm. on what country or region you were in. Um, but now, you know, they, they sell this 12 year and a 23 year for like $400 Whoa. at the experience. Evan Williams experience. Right. But, you know, Ev, you know, we, we, we'll get into it later, but the, the Evan Williams products are wonderful. But again, it's, it is um, Heaven Hill mash bill. Right. So, so it's quality. Mm. It's good stuff. Wow. Uh, 12 year. Yeah. I, I often wonder, I mean, Evan, Evan Williams, the brand was mm. created in 57. Mm. So Evan Williams, just like Elijah Craig was a distiller and they, they date him earlier than Elijah Craig at distillation. But again, that's not really known if, you know, <laughs> it's true or not. What, what is known is that, uh, you know, he basically, um, created the first distillery working distillery in louisville oh okay so there's a okay. historical marker and everything like that okay. but basically uh that brand was started in 57 mm-hmm. you wonder if something like elijah craig was started in reaction to that in 60 but you know a lot of the labels of the 60s are named after distillers right but this is all the same company all the same company yeah yep yeah Very so good so basically, well, at that time when they when they founded the brands and the labels, they're not the same company, right? But uh, so yeah, it's um, we're gonna dive into this and dive into the next track. Um, I often wonder if Frank drank Evan Williams when they didn't have Jack <laughs> because of the black label. Who well, knows? yeah, um, he he might have, he might have. Um, the next song that we're gonna play is another version of just one of those things yeah by frank sinatra performing live in las vegas 
uh, at the Sands in 1961. Oh, cool. And this is not this this is not the time that he recorded the Count Basie album. That was five years later in 1966. Oh, okay. But right in '61, playing at the Sands. This was from the Live in Vegas set released back in 2006. And let's just take a listen. It was one of those things. If we had thought of it About the end of it When we started painting the town We'd have been aware That this love affair was too hot Not to cool down So goodbye, dear. Goodbye and amen. Here's hoping we meet now and then. It was great fun, but it was just. One of those things. Oh man! Yeah! Wow! Wow! Okay. <laughs> I need a I need a drink. Yeah, yeah. That that is so great. Just amazing. You could, you heard the work by Bill Miller, uh, Frank's pianist, longtime pianist, uh, playing with him there, and then Frank delivering this in. Uh, the saloon style, what he called saloon style, which was one of the sad tear in your beer uh, suicide songs, another yeah. term that he used for them. Right. Um, but when, when you slow that song down and you perform it the way Frank did, you get a whole different meaning to the song. I mean, this is a this is a horrible breakup song. This is this is the one that got away. This is. You know, just Frank um, with so much emotion and the way he finished it, I mean, oh, unbelievable. Just that lingers. The change, the change where he drops down um, on one of the notes. Uh, I'm not going to try to imitate it, but he, he drops. Yeah, he drops down. And then the sadness, the control and nuance of that performance, especially the ending, it's it shows you that when people were showing up to see a live show by Frank Sinatra on his best night, on his better nights, and there were a lot of them, yeah. what they were getting was a guy who was performing it like he was in the studio with that seriousness, with that effectiveness, and that control. Beautiful. So Beautiful. So great. Mm. Well, this uh, was an interesting experiment uh, with the bourbon. I mean, it, mm-hmm. I think it paired nicely with the songs. Mm-hmm. It, def- it definitely, I, I, I don't know. I, I, what's your favorite? There's hesitation. Um, wow. I would. I mean, we're not, we're I, not judging these. I'm no, just saying. I, you, I, you know, know what? The... Right. I got to say, I got to say this 12 year. This twelve-year Evan Williams in my hands it's is pretty good. Really, really good. I, I don't think it's worth one hundred and fifty bucks or whatever mm-hmm. they're selling it for. Mm-hmm. 
I, I really don't. Um, if you're if you're visiting Louisville and you want to stop by and you want to splurge for that, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah that's a, it'll, it'll make a nice gift for somebody. Right, very nice. Yeah, I mean, I mean for one hundred fifty dollars, you can get a, well for one hundred fifty bucks, right. you can get a Sinatra Select. You know, you can get well something that's right. got a better packaging to it. Right, but it's really really good. Yeah, um, but for a daily, you know, drinker, the Elijah Craig. Oh. Well, you can't beat it. I mean, and that's the thing. Uh, Each nuance here, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same spirit. It's been mm-hmm. aged different ways, or different locations, or you know, different proofs. So mm-hmm. obviously, we're responding to the kind of higher proof, probably, of this Evan Williams. But it's just so good. It's this is a great product, and I agree with you about the obviously. You know, it's not the absolute most premium. Uh, packaging on this, it's not something fancy like a Sinatra right. Select. Oh, it's got a wax um, on it though. It's got a wax top. But it is a, fancy. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool um, variant, sort of a label. Um, it's obviously very similar to other Evan Williams bottles, but this has a deep red <laughs> label. And uh, gold printing on it. It's it's uh, foil oh, yeah. like foil oh, it's, stamping it's, kind of a let's, thing. Let's not beat around the bush. You know, it's a it's a it, good looking. It's a screw top. bottle. It's a plastic screw top with wax gold wax <laughs> over it, and <laughs> and a Evan Williams Experience tax strip. So it, uh, it, it, it does. It, and I'm not yeah. making fun of the design. No. It looks really good. No, I think it. I, but I, I like it. I mean, I, I like just. It, but I'm I'm not alone in this. There's a lot of guys out there who wouldn't pay that price um just right. on a regular basis no no definitely not on a regular basis it's sort of just a once in a lifetime or oh we yeah. were we were in louisville and we re- and someone really yeah. loves evan williams right and they go hey i'm gonna buy this 12 year and i'm gonna take it home and i'm gonna sip on it on my birthday every year for you know 10 yeah. years uh something like that but it, i mean but they it could makes, do that it, it does make it i have it doesn't make me upset that 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 elijah doesn't have 12 years on it anymore mm. Because it did taste, I kn- I noticed a taste difference between the two, mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people prefer the new blends of that stock. But I, I I I really like those old labels. If you can find an old Elijah Craig label, it's an oval shaped label now with twelve on it, and it was before there was a big fire at Heaven Hill. Uh huh. They call those pre fire bourbons. That stuff's spectacular. We can get into that later when we talk about Heaven Hill. Okay. But yeah, those things are ridiculous because it's so good. It's just, it tastes miles, miles different than what it is today. Which is still spectacular. Well, the other, our other pour uh, that we always end the show with is uh, Jack Daniels. So Mm -hmm. this wasn't that hard because um, Jack also released a premium brand in the 80s. Ah. Uh, over 30 years ago in 1988 and probably i guess yeah for sure the longest running jack brand outside of black label is gentleman jack so gentleman jack was launched in 88 uh they all they did is just run it back through the charcoal filtering one more time to give some extra mellowing okay and thus gentleman jack was born so again so it's not older or no. I mean, it's obviously same mash bill, all that stuff. All the same. Bottling at a different proof. Bottling at uh, the same proof. It's eighty proof. Really. And all it is is that it's been run through the, run through the charcoal 
one extra time. Extra mellow. Extra mellow. Is that what they call it? What's the what do they say on there? Extra mellow. Um, or extra smooth, or they got some saying on there. Oh yes, yeah. twice mellowed. Twice mellowed. Twice mellowed. That's mellowed. it. Why didn't I remember that? Twice. Twice. Mellowed. It just rolls off the tongue. It twice does. mellowed. Gentleman twice, Jack is twice mellowed. Twice mellowed. So, just like the Elijah Craig, this is uh, the same product, just a little bit of a nuance, a little bit of a difference. And so that's why I picked it. This one is obviously lighter mm. than regular Jack to me, mm-hmm. always. Of course, that's the mellowing. Mm. That's the twice mellowing. Wow. Yeah. Now, do you drink Gentleman Jack on a regular basis? I... I don't, Larry, but I might have to start because this is this is a good product. <laughs> I mean, I, this could be something you keep on hand. But you've had it before. Yes, I have. Okay. I have. It's been a while though. Yeah, this very, bottle. This very now this. Smooth. In all fairness, um, this bottle has been opened a while. Mm, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's definitely an older bottling, mm. but um, which you know, it's aerated out. It's aired out a little bit more, um, but it's uh, it's really good. I think it's I think it's really tasty. I wonder I wonder what Frank thought of it because of course at the time this came out, uh, Frank was still very much alive and would live for another ten years. I'm sure they they would have sent a case oh, or yeah. two or three they or a truckload. They rolled the truck and unloaded it <laughs> to, right there uh, to Frank. Uh, one can one can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, what Frank What Frank thought of this. I bet he still preferred Black Label, though. <laughs> That's my guess. <laughs> well, I can't think of a better way to finish than with a gentleman. Yeah. Named Frank Sinatra and a Jack Daniels. What's this week's uh, Discover Frank track? Larry, it is um, You'd Be So Nice to Come Home To. This is another Cole Porter song. We we had Cole Porter earlier. Yeah. Um, and this was written by Cole Porter for the 1943 film Something to Shout About. Uh, it was nominated for an Academy Award uh, for Best Original Song. Uh, did not win. Clearly, oh, really? clearly it was robbed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was uh, it was done for a swinging affair. Uh, 1957, with an orchestration by Nelson Riddle, as Frank called him at times, Admiral Nelson. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So from a great album, uh, we're going to go out with another great track by Frank Sinatra uh, and Cole Porter. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um, Make sure you give us a review uh, wherever you get your podcast from. Um, Let's us know how you feel, but also leave a comment um, or two uh, or three or four. Mm. Send us some bottles. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah. But uh, very I... mellow, by the way. Oh, yeah. This, uh... Twice mellowed. Well, I'm Lawrence. I'm Luke. And you've been listening to Frankly Drinking. You'd be so to come home to You'd be so nice by the fire While the breeze on high sang a lullaby You'd be all